At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the pregame show on the Sports Betting Network. Happy Saturday to you. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. James Salinas, my partner, is in Denver, Colorado, as we get ready to set the table for you on a day full of sports betting opportunities. James, good morning to you. Before we get into today's card, I want to see if we learned anything on Friday. And in the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks beat the New York Knicks 105-94, to your final. Atlanta takes a 2-1 series lead. They cover the number as four-and-a-half-point favorites, and the game stays under the total of 211. Now, Trey Young had 21 points and 14 assists on offense, James. But the defense, to me, has been the difference in the Hawks' two series wins. On Friday, they hold R.J. Barrett to seven points, Julius Randle to 14. Trey Young scores as many as these two stars for New York combined. This is a problem for me if you're the Knicks. Ultimately, you talked about the defense from Atlanta. I think we're seeing the Knicks really pressing outside of outside of Derrick Rose. We talked about him last week and that veteran presence coming off the bench and came off the did not come off the bench yesterday. Actually, started in place of Alfred Payton uh, that I don't think is going to see any more minutes into this series. And Rose has been the most consistent player, and he's been there and done that before in the playoffs and looks very healthy and, and playing very competitive and getting to the rim and making plays. But I think for the young players, you talked about Barrett, and in particular, especially with Julius Randle, the great season that he had all season long for the Knicks and really being the focal point of that offense, he's getting pushed further and further away from the basket and starting to shoot a lot more threes his prowess is not shooting three pointers right now he's shooting collectively from the floor in these three games 23 percent mm. everything is fading away from the basket further away from the basket starting to settle and really starting to press the issue uh, yeah I'm not sure what other adjustments Thibodeau can make with this Knicks team offensively because yeah that defense especially on the interior for the Hawks they're able to rotate a few other different bodies in there to to give different looks to Randall and right now he is not stepping up and handling the pressure well. 
Game four on Sunday in Atlanta. Their early line is the Hawks by four and a half. The Celtics beat the Nets 125 to 119 on Friday. They get on the board in this series, and Brooklyn still leads the series two games to one. I'm a little surprised that the sweep is no longer in play for Brooklyn, but we've been saying if Jason Tatum happens to go for 51 game, maybe Boston could steal one. Well, that's exactly what happened as he puts up 50 on Friday night. The Celtics went out right as seven and a half point underdogs and the game goes over the total of 227 Brady to your point that's what I was hoping for I've only invested one play in this series and it was the Nets in five Ooh, and that's call. what I needed was was banking on Tatum to score 50 and that's exactly <laughs> not so much that he needed to score 50 but he's fully capable we've seen it all season long for him to find one game and just put the Celtics on there on his shoulders offensively and be able to pour in in this case like you said 50 points last night and looking at the Nets side it really didn't seem very engaged those are the kind of games I haven't gotten involved anywhere else in the series by game by game the numbers have been too priced priced too high for me to get involved didn't want to get involved with the dog on the oh, with the Celtics side with the injuries and really felt like the disconnect all season long has been there and so didn't uh, didn't feel comfortable taking a dog in any of those three games so was fortunate there because ultimately the Nets just didn't seem very engaged in particular Kyrie Irving did not have a great game now Harden was spectacular he was their playmaker facilitator and scorer and Durant had a good game too I suspect we'll see a much better effort and a much more focused effort not only Kyrie Irving but collectively from the Nets come game four well we will see that game four on Sunday in Boston, and currently Brooklyn is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Down two games to none. The Clippers beat the Mavericks 118-108. to Dallas still leads the series two games to one. The Mavericks broke out to a 30-11 to lead, but Los Angeles rallied going on a 14-0 run to get back in the game. Luka Doncic scored 44 points, but Paul George and Kawhi Leonard combined for 65, and the Clippers covered as three-point road favorites. The game goes over the total of 219 and a half. And this is going to be interesting, James. You wonder if Los Angeles can take both games here on the road to even the series before returning home. Right now, Los Angeles favored in game four, down to just two and a half points. Brady, you mentioned that run, that 14 to nothing run in favor of the Clippers that got them back into that in the, towards the latter part of the first quarter and didn't understand the substitution pattern for, for Rick Carlisle there. They had mentioned it during the game because Donkic came out and that, all that momentum he had in game one and game two absolutely carried over to game three. You saw the swag and the confidence rolling from the tip for the Mavs and Donkic shooting the ball from deep, everybody else getting involved offensively, having fun playing with confidence running their mouths and having a little smack talk out there that's okay playing with some swag and then because this is his rotation where it's well we play him six or seven minutes and then we pull him because that's what you used to do what they were saying was that's what he used to do with Dirk Nowitzki well those were different teams then and that was an older player this is a young Luka Doncic I would have milked that as long as you could when they had that momentum as soon as they pulled him out the next four minutes there goes the run for the Clippers there goes the lead for the Mavs and then it became a dogfight and then they felt behind and never really recovered and you saw the confidence from that young team at least in my mind really get pulled out when Donkic got sad I thought it was a, a bad coaching move by Carlisle now looking at the Clippers here uh, Brady the only investment I've made was to have the Clippers win in six games and five games I threw away that ticket obviously to win in five games that's not going to happen I still don't like my ticket here with the Clippers uh, plus two something there with to win in six games I, I think the boss I, I think for Dallas that's what I want to see tomorrow does that swag return and does Rick Carlisle decide I maybe I should substitute based on the conditions of the game as opposed to what I've done in past previous playoff experiences all right, let's get to today's action in the NBA playoffs. Four games on tap for your Saturday, and we'll start in Miami. It's game four between the Bucks at the Heat, 10.30 Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Milwaukee leads the series three games to none. And other than game one, when Milwaukee won by two points in overtime, they've really dominated here, James. Bucks had six players in double figures on Thursday, and they blew out the Heat in Miami, 113-84. to They're going for the sweep today and they're four and a half point favorites on the road 222 for your total 
Drew Holiday has been absolutely the difference maker from last year's series where the Miami Heat completely outcoached and outworked the Bucks on the floor. And I think the Bucks were very motivated coming into this series to redeem themselves from such a poor playoff performance last year against Miami. But truly, it's Drew Holiday. He wasn't on that team last year, and he has been the best player on the court, especially in Game 3, not only facilitating, getting his teammates involved and finding them in in the best positions to their strengths to score but then defensively he can play he can play up top on the ball he's actually played a little post defense on jimmy buckets and buckets has really struggled he just since that game one loss which is a great game competitive game the only competitive game in this series felt like some of the air really used, i think not so much out of out of miami feeling like eh, it's tough to lose game one in overtime the way that they did but felt like all the pressure that had been building up for the bucks from the offseason and how they finished out the playoffs going into that series I think that key shot with Middleton to knock that down and win that game all that pressure was gone now they performing like they're expected to play and Drew Holiday has been the catalyst here I'm not going to get involved with this game today I was really disappointed Brady with the Miami Heat and their their energy level in game three thought all right backs against the wall coming home down 0 and 2 this is where you make a stand and we did not see that from the Heat at all they fell behind early and never recovered and just really seemed the, the energy it almost looked like they're back are packed ready for summer vacation so here i don't know what to expect out of the heat i know what to expect out of the bucks i think we're going to see a great effort if i was going to play this i haven't made any bets here brady but i would be looking at the bucks i don't know what we're going to see out of the heat and if it, game three is any indication it'll be a one-way street and a sweep for the bucks yeah i think that's a great observation you make how game one getting that victory really took the pressure off and they've shown it they've been playing footloose and fancy free and uh, taking care of the miami heat no problem so far game four between the Nuggets and the Trailblazers this afternoon, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Denver leads the series two games to one, getting the win on the road on Thursday, 120 to 115 as four-point underdogs. This game goes over the total of 227. Now, Portland tries to even the series at home today. They are a favorite. Four and a half points is the number, 227 and a half for your total, James. And this series is very interesting because Portland opened as the favorite to win the series about minus 120 or so now you can catch him as a dog been a seesaw battle here you wonder if portland evens it at home today Brady, I have. The only position I've had on this series was Portland to win in six plus 420, and I'm the ticket's still live, and if it was <laughs> I'd have a coaster on it right now if it was an actual real ticket as opposed to being in my account, but I don't feel good of where I'm sitting right now with Portland. Really disappointed in game three. Figured wanted to get the split there in Denver which they did. Come home now and kind of hold serve, and hopefully we get to game six where they could close it out. That's not going to happen. I've been real, I was really disappointed with Portland in their energy level. They came out early, quick timeout, and then it was all Denver. It was all Joker. And then, I mean, who would have expected? Really, when I looked at the Portland in six games, Brady, I was thinking, look at the backcourt matchup and just the injuries that Denver suffered and now having to start Faku, who's a 30-year-old rookie to the NBA this year, stepping into that role in place of Jamal Murray as well as Austin Rivers. Now, I couldn't forecast that Austin Austin Rivers is going to pour in 16 points in the fourth quarter to lead Denver to that to that win in Portland in game three. But what you've done now is you've given Denver confidence. Those you those two players that are subbing in in the backcourt for the Nuggets, now they're playing with plenty of confidence. Faku has been an absolute pest defensively, and I think that the Gordon, seeing Aaron Gordon, the length has kind of bothered uh, putting him onto Lillard. Lillard's shots are getting further and further away from the basket. I'm going to be interested to see does Lillard decide to try to stretch him out and take him to the basket or does he continue to settle because right now all the pressure is on Portland and Denver feeling like nothing to lose here Joker's been spectacular in this series I don't know why this would change sitting here right now Nuggets plus five I don't know if I'll get him any more invested in this since I'm probably going to have to tear up that Portland ticket in six games but I would be leaning Nuggets plus five uh, just from the confidence perspective here that really Portland has no answer for Joker and and defensively in the paint he's been able to do whatever 
whatever he wants. All right, game three in the East between the 76ers and the Washington Wizards, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Philadelphia leads this series two games to none. Washington stayed within the number in game one, but they were blown out 120 to 95 in game two. Can they get a game at home today? They're six-point dogs, 228 your total, James. Brady, I think I have to wait to see player status and what who's going to actually be available. We know Russell Westbrook rolled his ankle in that last game and didn't practice yesterday. So what is that going to look like? What is his availability at game time today? And then how effective he will he be if he gets on the floor? And then there's a couple game time decisions as well for Philadelphia, uh, namely when it comes to Tobias Harris. Now, he rolled his game. I don't think he's nearly in as bad a shape as what Westbrook is. But I was looking here. I need to, for me to take his position on the side or the total here need to know their status but the status of Bradley Beal he's looked healthy and playing very well since he's come back from that hamstring injury was looking at some props here and with Beal especially with Westbrook if he comes back be looking for Beal to really shoulder the scoring load here his his total is pretty high at 31 and a half but if anybody's capable of doing it, it would be Bradley Beal be looking there also be looking at Tobias Harris with his point total sitting at 21 and a half I'd be looking more towards the under just knowing that He's not 100%. Does he have as many minutes to get out there and play? And if Philadelphia comes and they want to be a true championship contender, Brady, these are the kind of games that you go on the road. Your focus is to go out there and finish, unlike what happened with the Nets last night. I think Philadelphia comes, and especially on the defensive end, which is the big difference between Philadelphia and the Nets. Philly can get stops whenever they put their mind to it, and I think that's the the place where I would go here. It would be Philly or nothing for me, especially to, to thinking about where Westbrook is with his ankle. Even if he does play, he's not going to be 100%. The nightcap features the Utah Jazz in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies for Game 3, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Series is tied at one game apiece. Utah got Donovan Mitchell back, and that was a big boost for their team on Wednesday as they even the series and overcame a 47-point performance by Ja Morant. One four. 141 to 129, your final Utah covered as a nine and a half point favorite. Game soars over the total. On the road again tonight, the Jazz are laying five James with a total of 224. Too big a number for me to get involved with the Jazz. We did see Spider Mitchell return to the court after about a five, six week absence with his ankle injury and looked pretty good. Didn't have to play a lot of minutes. Was basically putting a point up per minute playing in this game. I think both backcourts are unguardable when it comes to Donovan Mitchell if he's getting healthy, which he looked good, as well as Conley, his backcourt teammate, and then Morant, the way he can get to the basket, create and initiate contact and likes to play through contact. Very aggressive, strong player as is Dylan Brooks here. I think where I'm going to go with this is Memphis is playing with house money. They're playing with a lot of confidence. They're coming back home, and both of these guard tandems for both teams can get open shots, not only for themselves, but their teammates as well. I think there's going to be plenty of energy offensively. I was looking at the first half total, looking at the over. It's sitting at 109.5. That's probably where I'm going to go. I'm going to be looking to play the over 109.5 because I don't think either of these teams can guard either, either backcourt tandem. Racing issues are on the agenda for the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. Jockey agent Steve Worsley and racetrack executive John Himes talk about the controversial riding crop rule that led riders to stay away from this week's season opener at Monmouth Park in New Jersey. Sally Goodall, Jim Goodman, and Dave Gutfrond are finalists for the National Horse Players Championship Hall of Fame. They discuss the challenges that horse players face these days. Clocker Andy Harrington handicaps some of the weekend stakes races at Santa Anita. It's the Ron on Flatter Racing Pod, and it's available now at vsun.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts, and it's sponsored by First Bet. We'll be right back. Talk with Chris Anders next on the pregame show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you love live in-game action? Then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need. Welcome back to the pregame show. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And Chris Andrews now joins us. You can find him right here at the South Point. He is the director of Race and Sports. And you can follow him on Twitter at Andrews Sports. Chris, good morning to you. We've got so much action going on. The hockey playoffs, the NBA playoffs, baseball, of course. You've put up here at the South Point your college football games of the year. Where are you seeing the biggest bets or the biggest volume come in with all this high-profile stuff to choose from? Oh, man. Well, on a daily basis, um, boy, I mean, we still do a ton of baseball business. Uh, Boy, it's hard to say. I guess, you know, baseball probably gets the most uh, gross dollars, but NBA is right behind, even though it's a much smaller schedule. And, of course, when the Knights are playing – which I'm glad they won last night because that keeps them in the playoffs for at least another round. When the Knights are playing, that always brings hockey uh, at least into the mix, although it's you know mostly the Knights' action. It's not quite as much as we get in the NBA or baseball. Chris, hey, good morning to you. Always have a pleasure to have Hi, you on, sir. So thinking about that Knights game last night, Game 7, which they do, and they advance now to Colorado, was curious, how did the how was your handle for that Game 7 for the Knights last night? And do you have any liability, any futures liability, with not only the Knights but any other of these still a lot of big names in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? You know, we have a little liability on the Knights, but it's nothing significant. Uh, you know, we've talked about it. It's, you know, it's better off if we just keep them going. I mean, we lose a little bit on them, but nothing really significant. And, uh, you know, the rest of the uh, Stanley Cups, um, you know, we're really in pretty good shape with everybody. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some teams that are going to be better than others. But right now, uh, the nice, the small liability for us, nothing really to go crazy over. So in that sense, you know, let them keep going as long as they can, because it brings in a lot of action, a lot of attention, a lot of eyeballs. 
Um, so yeah, I'm rooting for the Knights. And uh, you know, it's funny. It's one of those deals where you look on a single game basis. Yeah, you'd like to kind of beat them, but then you look at the big picture. Eh, let's keep them around. I think it's better for everybody involved. Yeah, the uh, the tough uh, di- decision there the bookmakers face, rooting against or for the Knights on a nightly basis, yeah. really. How about the Lakers? Uh, that, of course, is another very popular team. Do you have a lot of liability on them to win the NBA championship, Chris? Yeah, we've got a little liability on them to win the championship. Again, nothing really significant, but we do really well on them to win the conference. Uh, so that'll kind of equal itself out. And then once again, it's almost like um, – you know, the Knights, but to a lesser degree. I mean, the Lakers bring in a ton of attention. You know, LeBron's always been a guy that's been in the headlines for, what, about 15, 16 years now. Um, so, we, again, on a nightly basis, we usually have to beat the Lakers. But uh, for the big picture, not so much. Now, last night, even the Clippers, I mean, they don't have the following that the Lakers do. But it is an L.A. team. And we have a lot of Clipper fans around. Uh, so I definitely wanted them to win last night. We and, and that game wasn't that significant as far as like on a one-game basis. But I'd like to see the Clippers stick around as long as possible. Uh, you know, the L.A. people come to town. And, of course, it's a holiday weekend. They needed that win last night just to get back into the series. And they got it. And they looked pretty good in doing so. So I, I kind of hope both the L.A. teams. I mean, it would be great for us if they met in the conference finals. Chris, who does the House need today? Uh, any uh, decisions that you see forthcoming or that are already facing you for the card today in any sport? Well, we had some baseball action early. Um, nothing really bad, uh, but, you know, we definitely had some nice baseball action. It's a little early to tell for the basketball. Even though we've got about an hour to post, but we got a, a lot of bucks money. I don't think we're too surprised at that. A little later on, um, nothing really in the Blazer game. Uh, you know, they're betting the Sixers, which I understand. And uh, they're betting the Jazz pretty good, too. And, you know, we're getting a lot of chalk money line parlays and, and straight bets. So somewhere along the line, we're going to probably need one dog to win outright. Um, you know, we're talking about numbers between four and a half, six and a half. So not significant favorites. And, you know, but enough where guys will parlay them on the money line for sure. And uh, we need one dog to jump up. If we got one dog to jump up. We could kind of break up that uh, combination a little bit. So we'll see if we can get one of those. I think we got a good shot of getting one of them anyway. All right, my friend. Well, you have a great Saturday. Maybe next Saturday we can uh, get a check on how your college football games of the year action is going. <laughs> sure. All right, buddy. Uh, that is Chris Andrews, the great race and sports director here at the South Point. Come say hello to Chris or, again, follow him on Twitter at Andrews Sports. And, of course, check out his book, Then One Day. We're coming back with some hockey talk right here, James and I, on the pregame show. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book uh, podcast with Gil Alexander or the Markets Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got handy, uh, Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free and available now at vsun.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brady Cannon and James Salinas inside the pregame show. And James, on the ice, the Vegas Golden Knights take game seven pretty convincingly over the Minnesota Wild, six to two on Friday night. And of course, now they advance to take on your Colorado Avalanche. And pretty uh, interesting here as far as the series prices. Opened up at about minus 160 in favor of the Avalanche. Now I'm seeing minus 170, minus 175, and even minus $2 on the Avalanche to win this series against the Golden Knights. It ought to be a very good one between two heavyweights in the West, my friend. 
Absolutely, Brady. This is going to be. It's too bad it's in this round. This feels like it. This should be like for the conference final to go to the cup. But it it, it is what it is. Where they're at here, and it's going to be a tremendous series. I'm looking. I didn't have any series prices until earlier this morning. Maybe it's because I'm in Colorado, but it opened out here. Of course, maybe you got to lay a little bit of a premium for the home team, where it was laying two dollars on the Avs to win the series. That seems pretty pricey to me, especially when you're getting used. You saw. Uh, Pacioretty come back last night. Max Pacioretty coming back in. Lit the lamp last night for the Vegas Golden Knights. Had been out for about a month. So I think that was a big lift, not only for him in Game 7, but going forward for the series. Not really sure where to go. I th- this feel, uh, feels like a, a, a coin flip, so you're getting plus price on Vegas in this situation. I think what I'm going to end up doing and where I've been looking is, and I did this a lot with the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but he was not so much playing a specific team uh, for a series price maybe find them somewhere can they win in six can they win in seven depending on the plus money but also series will it go six games seven games those types of things and I think that's probably where I'm going to go so I was shopping around I'm not sure who's going to win the series for starters but looking at will this series go six games at plus 210 and will it go seven games at plus 210 then you do a little more digging around you can find instead of the seven games at plus 210 you can find a series will the series go over six and a half games plus Plus two and a quarter, so a little more juice on your side. I think that's probably where I'm going to go, Brady, because I'm just not really sure where who's going to win this series, and I don't want to lay a big price on the Avs. So I think as long as we can get past five games, that's probably the position I'll take. Series games in six plus two ten, and then over six and a half games plus two and a quarter. Yeah, I thought minus two hundred was really expensive. I, I made the number like minus one sixty, and again, that's where it started. But it sounds like some money's probably come in on Colorado. I don't know if it was just an adjustment by the books after seeing the Knights or what have you, but uh, $2 seems pretty expensive going against the Golden Knights here. Uh, Game 6 this afternoon in Montreal between the Maple Leafs and the Canadiens, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. Toronto leads the series three games to two. Maple Leafs either advance to face Winnipeg, James, or we get another Game 7. Toronto, a big favorite on the road, minus 185 is your consensus number. Total of five and a half. Out here, Brady, it's two dollars in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I'm hoping they finish because I put them in a chalk parlay. I had them with the Avs and Carolina. Obviously, both of those have come in. The chalk parlay was at plus one seventy, so I just need them to win the series. I was hoping they would have took care of business the other night at home. Now you got to go to Montreal. You're going to have to wear. This is going to be the first game at the Bell Center, first game in Canada where they actually have some fans. Now it's only going to be twenty five hundred, but I know this is the first game that they've had any fans in the stands since the pandemic. So I think from that perspective, some edge there for the Canadians. But I think this is another one where do some shopping around, Brady, if you like the Leafs. And sitting here, because it is $2, I'm already vested, so I'm not going to play the series or this game tonight. But if I was looking to do something and I wanted to take the Leafs, laying $2 is not something that I do. But if I think they're going to win, there's other ways that you can play this. So if you just got to dig around a little bit, and we have plenty of books to, to work with out here in Colorado, so you can find one. I found one here. Will the series go under six and a half games? It's laying a dollar sixty-five, which ultimately means Toronto would win that, win the game tonight, and close out the series. So I think the bigger bet, the bigger thing is to shop around because there are so many options. You don't just have to get caught up into which side and what is the money line currently. If you can find things like that under six and a half games at a dollar sixty-five, if you like the leaps rather than laying two-dollar price, there's where you go. That's what I would do. But I'm not playing it because I'm just trying to get this team to close it out. Hopefully tonight and not sweat out a game seven yeah that's a great point you make looking outside the betting box there are so many options in this day and age it's not necessarily just side and total all the time you can figure out a way around it sometimes where you get a better price or, or a better probability uh, good note there by you james game one between the Islanders and the Bruins, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern in Boston. Boston is about a minus 200 to minus 225 favorite to win this series. They, of course, took out the Capitals in five games. New York got past Pittsburgh in six. Now, for game one, Boston is a minus 185 favorite on the money line. Five is your total. Just five. No hook on there. Shaded heavily to the over at minus 130 if you want to bet over the five goals. 
This is going to be another fun series. Now we're we're into the second round. I think all these series are going to be spectacular series, and I think all these series are going to – they're going to be back-and-forth series, zigging and zagging when it comes to how deep these games – the how deep these series are going to go. And I think that's kind of where I'm looking at here too. Kind of did the same digging here. Now I favor the Bruins overall through the series. Just I, I know that New York won the first five games in this matchup, but the last three the Bruins did win, and a lot of that – all those games, came after they acquired Taylor Hall. So I think that's helped secure that second line That because we know that first line is so dominant for the Bruins. And that's why I'm kind of leaning towards the Bruins, just the ability to continue to come at you in waves. We, we know on the Islanders' side defensively what Barry Trotz's team is going to do, but I think where I'm leaning here is looking at a deeper series, but looking at the Bruins to win the series. I can get the Bruins at in six games plus 350 or the Bruins in seven games plus 450. So as long as the Bruins can win this series and not base. Not, not, I don't see a sweep, and I think it's going to go further than five games. I put myself in a good position for a plus price. Yep, I, I like that thinking there. I think this one will go pretty deep. Six or seven is what I'm thinking. And maybe whoever wins game one, I go against them for the series. If Boston wins game one, you're going to get a real juicy price on the Islanders. Maybe you take them. If the Islanders win game one, maybe you take Boston to win the series. Should be a pretty good price in that case as well. We'll come back. We'll update the leaderboard at the Charles Schwab Challenge down at Colonial Country Club and get into the baseball card for your Saturday right here on the pregame show on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. in-game action? Well, then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. 
at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas for the Charles Schwab Challenge. Jordan Spieth began the day as the 36-hole leader at 11-under par. Jason Kokrak is one shot back at 10-under par. I know a couple of my long shots colleagues have futures tickets on Jason Kokrak, Matt Humans, and Wes Reynolds. They will tee off in less than 90 minutes from now. And one of my guys making a little bit of a move here, James. I've got Lucas Glover in a matchup over Ryan Palmer, and Glover shot a five under par 65 just finished his round today he's at four under par ryan palmer is through nine holes he is at one under par sergio garcia will hill is on the spaniard and he is at eight under par three shots off of jordan spieth's lead he also will tee off in less than an hour and a half from now let's turn to the diamonds mr salinas major league baseball for your saturday and i'll start with the phillies and the rays it'll be zach wheeler taking on ryan and Yarbrough. Tampa Bay went on that 11-game winning streak not long ago. They dropped one, and now they're back in the win column, having won two straight. Phillies are only two and a half back in the NL East, in second place behind the New York Mets. Now, the Rays are a small home favorite today, and they've been taking some of the money. Started out as about minus 105. Now we're seeing as high as minus 118, pretty much your consensus number. Yarborough, I think always looking for me, just sticking with where are we at with the starting pitching. And I think we're starting to see as far as Yarborough is concerned, now starting to stretch his arm out a little bit longer and staying deeper into these games. He's picked six innings in his last two starts and really has been a pretty quality starter for for Tampa because we know how they like to use cash, likes to use openers and dig into that bullpen. So if anything, I think with the Rays, the way that they play at home, I've been fading the, the Phillies quite Quite a bit so far this season. I didn't make a play on this game, but I have been fading the Phillies quite a bit this season with that lineup. Just they've been really beat up and banged up. The bullpen's been banged up too, but I think that lineup just hasn't been consistently together all season long because of so many injuries. So I, I can see where we're going here with Tampa and if we're continuing because that number's continuing to climb a little bit out here in Colorado in favor of the Rays. I like the pitching matchup here, but it was it was too tough for me to get involved here against Wheeler on the other side. You know, you've got a low total of just seven and it's shaded a little bit to the over minus 120 on over seven and I actually took the under here if you look at Zach Wheeler's numbers the ERA is 2.38 the XFIP is 2.91 that's really good and both of these teams average under four runs scored per game Tampa Bay when they're at home and Philly when they're on the road so good pitchers and uh, these teams in a situation where they typically don't produce a lot of runs I took under seven here. Uh, the Orioles at the White Sox, and uh, they flipped the script here on me, James. This is a double header. I was going to play the under in this one as well. John Means versus Lance Lynn, and now this is going to be the nightcap. So I haven't gotten down on this one yet, but uh, if we're going to look at game two, I mean, that's a great pitching matchup right there. Now the Orioles have lost 10 straight. They've absolutely been really struggling here. Chicago getting back on a roll here, maintaining a two-game advantage over over Cleveland in the AL Central, and they're a good size favorite here in game one. But game two, if I'm going to place a bet, I want to take a look at Means versus Lynn and consider the under there, James. Absolutely. I'm right there with you, Brady. Typically what I've done with these, the and we saw weather really impact games yesterday, Boy. and there's going to be plenty of weather that's still going to impact games today, and hence that's why we've got a doubleheader here. I, I typically stay away from doubleheaders now that we're in these seven-inning games. It just, yeah. just feels a little weird because, it, it just like you said, they flipped the script on you who was going to actually start. Also, knowing that when you're having these starters and they're playing these seven-inning games, impacts what's going to happen, whether it was seven innings or not nine innings, who's going to catch the next game? And also, are you having a right-hander start the first game and a left-hander start the next game? Now you can have some some variations of the lineups, too. So I would have to really get involved, make sure I know who those lineups are going to be, not only from the pitching standpoint, but also throughout both lineups, depending on the pitching matchup. So typically just kind of avoid these doubleheaders, especially now that we're playing these seven-inning games. All right, let's take a look at the Marlins and the Red Sox, 110 Pacific. Pacific 410 Eastern Trevor Rogers versus Nathan Eovaldi Red Sox have won two in a row and the Marlins have lost two straight Boston at Fenway a good size favorite here they've been taking some steam too minus 150 now on the money line seven and a half for your total. 
Weather could be an impact here, just like a lot of games. And I typically stay away from those games where weather can be an issue, whether they start the game and then they have to have a break, especially if you're betting on a starting pitcher. I am betting on starting pitchers here, and I'm looking at the under. What I bet at under 8 at $1.20. I laid some juice on it. But I, I think here the weather will be an impact. But usually I'd stay away, like I said, Brady. But I think it's still I feel comfortable where it's at because this is an interleague game. We saw them have to play through the slop last night trying to get these series in because this isn't one of those division games where you'll see your opponent again and you can figure that out later in the season when it comes to making up a game. I think here the weather is a mess right now but I think it's going to clear out but just the rain's going to clear out. The cold and the wind are still going to be in there. That wind is coming in from center field blowing in 15 to 20 miles an hour. It's just going to be a cold miserable game in for this matchup and I like Trevor Rogers. I've I've cashed a number of tickets on Trevor Rogers so far this season. He's been very good both at home and on the road. His ERA sitting at a at point one seventy five with seventy Ks and fifty six innings pitched. I like him here in this matchup. The weather is going to be his friend here, and not so much a, a feeling great about Evaldi on that side, but I don't feel great about the Marlins lineup here. So I think they'll try to get this game in. It may be delayed. They may not start at the at the designated. I think it was four o'clock Eastern time. They may push that back a little bit, but I think there will be an urgency to get these games in uh, because of it is an inter- interleague situation. Yeah, I like your logic there on the under, and I like this pitching matchup as well. I favor Boston because, of course, that lineup that they do have, and you talk about the lack of the offensive firepower for the Marlins. I did take Boston on the side. I hope this game gets in, but you got a nice number there on the under as well. Uh, Beat the move there as it was 8.5, got down to 8, and now currently 7.5, and and I think that has to do with the weather as well, James. Let's take a look at the Yankees at the Tigers. Uh, This also a 110 Pacific, 410 Eastern start. Davey Garcia against Spencer Turnbull. New York and Garrett Cole went down as big favorites on Friday. Yankees have still won seven out of their last ten, though. And Detroit, uh, Detroit actually respectable playing 500 ball as of late, but still ten games back in the AL Central. Yankees are a road favorite here, James, uh, in the Motor City. And what's the price here? I'm seeing minus 130 with a total of eight and a half. Looks kind of inexpensive on the pinstripers. I think it's really, what are you going to get? It's the starting pitching here, I think, is is the key for Detroit. Turnbull going again, has a no-hitter to his credit. Now it's two starts removed from that no-hitter. I think he was talking about he didn't have quite the same stuff. And usually you don't after you pitch a, a gem like he did. Now having to go against this lineup for the Yankees, I know that Stanton did return. I think he got the golden sombrero yesterday in his return back to the lineup, did uh, Giancarlo Stanton. But looking here, uh, just when, when I see a pitcher like Garcia coming and not really sure what to expect hasn't had you know especially when you're coming off the DL house or the IL and hasn't really had much practice so we haven't really seen him on the mound typically either fade guys coming off the injured list and or I just stay away from that game and that's where I'm at here I don't want to back the Tigers have came back like you said and winning in extra innings and taking that big plus price here I do like Turnbull on the hill was maybe looking at playing the under in the first five but ultimately I didn't make any play in this game Well, you talk about a pitcher coming off the injured list, and that's the case here for the Giants at the Dodgers. 415 Pacific, 715 Eastern. Logan Webb returning from the injured list for San Francisco. He'll take on Julio Urias, who's been really good. Giants even the series at one game apiece here of a four-game set. Won an extra innings on Friday night, 8-5. to five. They're tied with the Dodgers in the NL West for second place, both a game and a half behind San Diego. Los Angeles is a big favorite here at home this afternoon. Minus 185 is pretty much the consensus, James. But I've seen this as high as $2 on the Dodgers. That's exactly where it's at out here in Colorado. $2, too big a price for me to lay with the Dodgers. I think the, the Giants, the lineup's a little banged up here, and you mentioned getting off for Logan Webb coming off the injured list. These are the games where I just don't know, are they completely healthy? Did that? Did they get some rest? And really maybe their their arm is going to be sharp, and they're going to feel like they've they've got a little more a little more extra that they can bring in that game. I just Those are always big question marks for me. So, again, kind of the same practice. Stick with my practice here, even though we will have good weather in this game between the Dodgers and the Giants. The weather won't be an impact. Uh, Just the pitching matchup for me was enough to stay away. 
All right, very good. Let's get to one more game here before we wrap up the program. We'll uh, let you stick around for betting across America. Adam Candy will be around shortly. The Blue Jays at the Indians. Ross Stripling versus Sam Henkes. And Toronto's been calling it fallen hard as of late. Five games back now in the AL East as they have dropped seven of their last ten. Cleveland continues to hang in there. A couple games behind the White Sox in the AL Central. But they are a home dog today. Toronto laying it on the road. Minus 130. Eight and a half for your total. You mentioned the starting pitching when it's Henkes and Stripling, and that's what I'm betting. I'm betting against those two pitchers going in, as well as that Blue Jays bullpen if we get there. I think Strip, Stripling's been a reliable bat, batting practice pitcher all season long. His ERA is just over five and a half. His whip is sitting at, at one and a half. He's somebody that he is. he's only pitched five innings. In, he's had seven starts, only pitched five innings once in those seven starts. So I think the struggle here is going to be for both of these pitchers to be able to stay on the hill. I do like the Tribe and their bullpen much better than what we've seen out of the Jays so far this season. But I don't trust either of these starting pitchers. Now, weather is going to be another game where this could be potentially impactful. Uh, but I did play the over here sitting at 8.5 because I'm betting against both of these starting pitchers today. Yeah, it was at 9.5. And, and like you talk about the weather again, maybe affecting that. But we will see. It says something about the pitching for Cleveland there as a home dog against the Blue Jays who have been uh, hitting the skids a little bit as of late. All right, my man, great to be with you as always. I know you're going to stick around for betting across America. I'll be back this afternoon inside the green zone. Stick with us all Saturday long right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.